is the Emergency Medical Minute. Okay, I was at uh, Belmar yesterday during the day and I saw, well, a bazillion patients, but I saw an uh, unbelievable number of people with flu-like symptoms. And obviously we've seen it, we've seen a ton. Um, And you know, a lot of times people aren't that sick. A lot of times they are. Uh, Most of what we're doing is just kind of reassuring. But you know, um, I've kind of refined how I explain uh, what the flu is and how it's treated and what to look for for our patients because I think especially this year even compared to other years when we see the ugly flu seasons uh, I feel like um, maybe I've seen more patients that are worried and what are they worried about they're worried about dying that's what they're worried about Um, There's been a ton of uh, media reports, or at least I've seen them, uh, that have all been exactly the same report, whether you see it on the local news or whether you see it on CNN or wherever. And they're basically, you know, here is John Smith, totally healthy, father of three, no medical problems, had flu-like symptoms, went to the hospital, was discharged, and the next day he was dead. How could they discharge them? And then they don't go into anything else. no explanation and we all kind of know how it works i mean with the flu uh the vast majority of healthy people who die and who die really quickly have some kind of other complication like myocarditis which is really common that'll happen and it's one of those things that's incredibly sad hard to treat and uh uh, is kind of a spiral that happens incredibly quickly but we know that that the vast majority of people with the flu do well and we kind of know the people who are not going to do well the people with extremes of age the people with uh, other significant comorbidities so when i talk to a patient who is pretty healthy has the flu i'm thinking about sending home kind of the way that i'm sitting down with them is telling them that um, you know when 100 people have the flu 98 or 99 of them are going to do great. They're going to be sick. They're going to be sick for a week, 10 days, two weeks. They're going to feel rotten, but the vast majority of them are going to do great. And I said, I usually tell them that I go through kind of the the, uh, supportive treatment that we're going to do, whether we're going to use Tamiflu or not, whatever. But then my big discussion is that, you know, the one thing that's hard to predict is who those one or two people are that are going to do poorly and are going to get sick. And I said, you know, as far as medicines come, we haven't been, we haven't figured out how to predict those patients. Um, And these are the people who I'm talking about who have already decided we're going to send home, not, not the super sickies. Um, And I said, you know, know, I tell them, I said, there's really not much that we can do to predict it. Uh, We'd rather be safe than sorry. I kind of give them the risk. If things get worse, you come back and do my best to reassure them. So I, so I definitely address it because I think that's what patients are worried about. I also address how it's hard for us to figure out who those people would be. So they need to be cognizant of their symptoms and come back and see us. And um, to really, you know, not make it like, ah, you're not sick, go home kind of thing. Because that's when I think you get into kind of a, uh, into um, just dis- or misunderstandings that lead to finger pointing, that lead to uh, people being upset and so it's not really just a patient satisfaction thing I think it's actually a, um, uh, a helpful uh, uh, intervention that I think probably in the long run helps less people come back to see us and 
kind of explains things more accurately and does a uh, uh, does them justice of understanding the disease process. So, so um, you guys all know that, but I just feel like I've sat down a little bit longer, spent a little bit more time with patients, and kind of explained explained uh, what to expect and some of the unpredictability of the disease. And I, I feel like it's been helpful. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.